want to thank everyone for uh, checking out the Final Score podcast. Welcome in, everyone. Greg Swatek here. Very pleased to welcome back to the program uh, Mount St. Mary's women's basketball coach, Maria Marcasano. The Mountaineers are playing uh, exceptionally well right now. Uh, six wins in a row. Uh, record is 16-9, uh, 11-2 in the Northeast Conference. Welcome back, Coach. It's, 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 been, uh, it's been too long since we've had you it's on It's been a last. couple of years. Yeah, thanks for having me back. Yeah, absolutely. Why are you guys playing so well right now? You know, anytime you come in and, and take over a program, you, you just never know when it's going to click. And uh, I think we've got a combination of, um, you know, some players that have developed, um, you know, getting some new players in who, who have brought in some talent. And then just that click factor, um, everything's starting to come together for us, especially defensively. Um, we've really cranked it up. Um, we're a lot we're a lot more cohesive on the defensive end. We have a lot more energy. And really, we're a lot more athletic on the defensive end now. Um, but that co- combined with, you know, just um, putting in some new principles, spending a lot of time with on those principles throughout the summer in July. You know, we spent a lot of time on defense. Um, and then just spending a lot of time in the gym in general, getting shots up. You know, uh, we joke about like our last game at Wagner. We didn't play very well, but we hit shots and hitting shots cures a lot of problems. So I think it just finally clicked for this group. You know, we, we, we won four straight on the road and that was a huge, um, you know, I think mental thing to get past that we got four straight wins on the road and then uh, a couple tough games here, you know, at home against PA and then again back on the road yesterday or this past Monday at Wagner. Um, so, you know, like I said, you know, a lot of things are coming together at the right time for us. Yeah, it seems like the last two weeks especially have been great for you guys. I mean, you had the huge win at Long Island on February 10th, 77-57, a 20-point win there. Uh, that You came home and played San, Fr- San Francis, uh, Pennsylvania, typically strong women's program in the league, uh, and, and you beat them uh, by 24. And then you, uh, you just got back from uh, Wagner on Monday night, and, and you had a 15-point uh, win there. So it seems like things have gone up another level for you guys over these past couple of weeks. Yeah, for sure. Every game you mentioned, I, there's there's such big factors in every single game. You know, um, at LIU, they're a program that is on the up and coming. They got a new coach playing extremely well, and we just played really well that night. Um, a lot of things went right for us. We were able to pull away um, in that game, and 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 they kind of gave up towards the end. And then coming back against PA, like you said, one of the powerhouses in our conference, um, to get such a um, you know, do, I don't want to say dominating, but you know, at times it was a dominating win uh, for our squad to. To, to kind of take control of that game from the get-go and, and put a pretty good distance between us and PA, not only in that game but also in the standings because they're right behind us in the standings. Um, and then to, go Wag- to Wagner, uh, they're a, a very good team at home. Um, they make you play a sloppy game. They made us play a sop- sloppy game on Monday. But like I mentioned, uh, we hit shots. You know, Even when we had bad possessions, we would hit a late three, shot clock running down. Uh, we got to the free throw line. We got out and scored some in transition. So like I said, it's a testament to our team that we were able to go on the road and not play very well and still win by 15. How is the league this year? You know, it's different. Uh, we got three new coaches um, in the league. You know, we had a, a couple teams like PA that graduated a lot of talent. Um, but, you know, Robert Morris still sits at the top. You know, they, they, they really reload every single year. Uh, last year they were an 11-0 when we faced them for the first time, and this year they're 14-0. Um, when we're facing them for the first time. So uh, in some ways different in that we have three new coaches and each coach brought a new style um, to that program, but a lot of ways the same in that, you know, Robert Morris is the one to beat. Right. This is year three on the job for you. Uh, how, how is the job fit, fit, fitting for you right now? 
You know, I, I feel good about it. You know, we've we've made steps each year. Uh, you know, the second year we, we, we added more wins and then we got into the conference tournament, made a little bit of noise, uh, won our first round game and then um, played Robert Morris to the to the end in that semifinal game. And, and now this year we've taken another step with, you know, 11 conference wins and, and we're not done. That's way more than we've had in the past. And, um, you know, securing a home playoff game, we talk a lot about that in our conference, the top four teams get home playoff games. Um, as of right now, now we're in second, so that would that would guarantee us, you know, if we'd win that first round, two home playoff games, which is great for our fans. We have such good support at the Mount, you know, from our administration on down. Uh, so for us to be able to, you know, bring the conference tournament to our home court, which we play a lot better at, is, is a huge, huge thing for us. Yeah, you're one in the job nine and 26 and 12 in the league year two. You made a jump 15 and 16, uh, eight and 10, so that gap closed. Mm-hmm. And now you guys are well above 500. What, what's been the biggest difference between year one, two, and three in your mind? I think, you know, like I said, the player development has been a huge focus for us each year, each spring, each summer. Um, so the players that we, we had from the get-go, you know, our first year we had six freshmen, and those players are playing key roles for us now, and they're completely different players because they've developed. And then that second thing I touched on earlier, just defensively we're so much better, we're so much more sound. Um, you know, we, we rebound the ball, we, we pressure teams, and, and, you know, those first two years we, we gambled a lot, we did a lot of different things, and we've just been a lot more solid this year is that is that what you hang your hat on as a coach defense are you a defensive coach Uh, absolutely not um (laughs) nobody knows me as a defensive coach but my associate head coach Antoine White has done a great job of um you know he kind of runs our defense and you know he brings that detail to the defensive end of things like I bring the defense uh the detail to the offensive thing end of things and together it's been it's been a good mix because um you know it's allowed me to be even more detailed with my offensive strategies against teams and um you know what he's shown with his and his preparation has been, uh, you know, just really high-level stuff, and he's taken our defense to another level. What were your expectations for this group at the start of the season? Did you think you would be sitting in second place right now, uh, uh, maybe making a push for a league title? Uh, it's, it's hard to, you know, I try and stay away from expectations, but I knew that we had the talent this year to be in the top three of our league. Um, now, like I said, that click factor, would it click soon enough that we would be able to finish in the top three? We didn't know. Um, it looks like right now it did click soon, soon enough. If we continue to take care of business, it looks like we could, you know, finish in second and even potentially first, depending on how these next, um, five games go yeah on, on friday it's arguably your biggest game of the season you, you take on the first place uh colonials of robert morris at robert morris is it just sort of how the schedule fell that you, you get them twice at the end of the season here? i guess <laughs> um you know it's how it worked out it kind of worked out th- this way last year as well um but is, we talked is that a rivalry they try and set up and and they, they, uh, mount st mary's and robert morris or? uh i don't think so uh you know our scheduling with our conference is so difficult between everyone's kind of wants and needs um with with gym time and you know at, you know some schools like double headers some schools don't um so scheduling is, is a is a lot more um it's pretty crazy in our conference so I I doubt that had a lot to do with it um but it just worked out that you know we're one two right now and playing each other late in the season in a very meaningful game right there's a Frederick County player on 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 your roster Uh, you don't you don't often uh see a see a local player playing for the for the Mount women's basketball team uh it's it's Kendall Breezy uh or Breezy uh, she went to uh Urbana uh, she tra- she transferred into the program. W- w- what has Kendall brought to your program? 
Kendall's an extremely dynamic player. I mean, she literally plays one through five for us. Um, you know, on this scout particularly, she's going to guard probably one through five at all, all times. Um, she's a type of player that can um, offensively do a lot of different things. Um, she carried us at Wagner. She hit four threes. Um, you know, she very, very good playmaker. She She's a, a willing passer. She gets downhill pretty easily. Um, she doesn't post up a ton, but she can, and sometimes we will do that. And then just, just the same on defense, she can literally guard one through five. She's very active. She's very mobile. Uh, she's very long. Um, and, you know, we like to, to go to that five-guard lineup, and when we do, she's oftentimes our five player. So she's just bought, brought a lot of flexibility to our lineups more than anything. Yeah, Kendall missed some time, too. I, I believe she had a, she had an injury. It was an, yeah, el- our was very it an first, elbow injury? Yeah, uh, shoulder. Our very shoulder. first um, conference game against Wagner at home, ironically. Uh, it was the fourth quarter. She went up for a rebound. Um, the girl, it was not a dirty play at all. The girl just kind of tried to rip the ball from her, and it kind of pulled her shoulder out at the same time. And that was the first time it had happened to her, so it was it was a pretty serious injury. She was in a lot of pain, but um, the Brzee family, there's some some tough kids, and she bounced back way sooner than any doctor or trainer could have could have imagined. Yeah. I mean, she was back in three weeks. Right, and the initial prognosis was six days? Six weeks minimum was the initial prognosis, yes. Yeah, so, so they recover well, too, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, the Brzee's. She's a tough kid. Yeah, what, but what sort of test did that present for your team, and how, how do you think they handled that, not having Kendall in the lineup? Well, I mean, I think our team responded really well. Uh, we won four of the next five without her. Um, you know, it allowed some people that wouldn't get normally the minutes um, to get some experience and that those minutes are going to come in key here down the stretch some of those kids you know if we get in foul trouble down the stretch and they're not going to be um, in an unfamiliar state they're going to have played some big minutes for us in those games and um, you know it really didn't present too many challenges other than just people had to step up um, our lineups are so flexible as is you know Taylor Addison stepped into the starting lineup and played really big for us those five games but also off the bench people that don't play a lot like Delaney Connors and Maki Carrillo they get they got minutes that um, you know they wouldn't have normally gotten and they played really well for us I'm looking at your roster and I don't see a lot of seniors uh, on the roster it's all underclassmen yeah we don't lose uh, anybody uh, 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 Alexis uh, yeah she decided to redshirt this year okay. um, she had a crazy schedule with her student teaching and her major so she's um, you know not on the roster this year in terms of playing so we actually don't lose anybody heading into next year right that'd be uh, Alexis Wooden and uh, your leading scorer uh, uh, this season is uh, Michaela Harrison uh, from Cleveland, Ohio. She's a five-seven uh, sophomore guard. Uh, tell us a little bit more about uh, Michaela. You know, she she's done an amazing job this year. Last year, she didn't have to run the point. We had Juju, who was you know a player of the year candidate, who ran the point. Um, and Michaela was able to just stand out there and 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 be open and make shots, and she did that very well, setting a freshman record or really all time record for threes made in a season. Um, you know, and this year she took on the role of of handling the ball, but we still needed her to score as well. And it took a couple games to adjust to that, but she's really hit uh, you know her groove here recently. Um, she's scoring it in conference play much higher than she was early in the year. Uh, she's handling it. She's defending. Uh, she's been huge for us. She's been a dynamic player, and she's been um, at her best here recently. You're going to have to help me with this name, and I apologize uh, to the young lady before. Is it 
Jotterica? Jeterica. Jeterica. Yeah, okay. Jeterica. Uh, Saddle, uh, she's, from, she's from Maryland. I uh, went to St. Francis Academy. Uh, she's scoring well for you as well. Tell us about yeah, her. Yeah, you know, JT is uh, a, another dynamic player. Um, you know, somebody that we asked to be a playmaker more than a scorer. You know, she can do both. But defensively, she's one of our, our key defenders. Um, she has the ability to guard one through five as well. She's extremely athletic. Um, she gets downhill. She, she gets a ton of steals. She gets out in transition. Uh, she does a lot of little things. That don't that show don't show up in the stat sheet. Um, she's probably our best rebounder. Um, you know, she's had multiple games with like eight or nine rebounds this year, and she's a guard. Uh, she just flies in there and and goes and gets them. And, and like I said, her athleticism um, helps her with that. But you know, she's a huge piece to what we do. Uh, your leading sister is Kendall, I believe. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, how valuable is that having a big that that, that could pass? Like I that? actually think at one point Kendall led us in points, rebounds, and assists this season. Um, but yeah, no, she's a willing passer. Kendall is a you know she's a playmaker at heart. Um, you know that's something that we're going to lean on her to do more down the stretch, um, especially in these games when she's got bigs on her because they can't they can't guard her. And she she's a willing passer. She gets downhill. She finds shooters. Um, you know she you know like I said she she has that knack and she has that ability to make you know lead us in assist do you like to push the pace or do you, are you content with a yeah we like to play fast you no do. we're you the opposite of our men's team yeah okay <laughs> our men's team's gonna slow down and play half court we know we want to get out and play fast um you know we're not like the old st francis pa who's just gonna run and gun but we want to we want to play fast we want our defense to create our offense and even if it's not a steal even if it's off a rebound or even a made basket we want to push the tempo uh, but we're under control. You know, if if something's not there, then, you know, we'll we'll back it out and we'll run our offense. But we definitely want to put pressure on the defense, you know, for 40 minutes. 623 pointers attempted so far. Is that high, low, about right? Uh, not, not enough? Or? It's probably about right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's probably a little higher than the average. But there's been games when we actually haven't taken as many. You know, we've, we're doing a, a lot better job. Um, of taking the right threes. And my programs have only, always been known to, to take a lot of threes. But this year we've done a much better job of, of taking the right ones. And when people are flying out at us, we're able to get downhill and get easy buckets out of that. And uh, we've gotten a lot better at that. Who, who else is playing well? Who else has opened your eyes? Rebecca Lee, man, our post player. She's she's come alive here recently. Um, you know, we joke she got a new knee brace because uh, she, she sprained her MCL. And when she got that new knee brace, she went on a tear and has not slowed down since then. It's been ever since um, whoever we played after Fairleigh Dickinson, Sacred Heart, I think it was. Sacred Heart, ever since then, uh, you know, she's been so active on defense. She's scoring for us on offense. She's rebounding the ball. Um, I think she's second or third in the conference in field goal percentage. Uh, she's getting to the free throw line. She's been a huge factor as to why we've won these six in a row. And who else? Uh, Bridget Burkhead, Arne Taylor, our two shooters. Um, they're both shooting an extremely high clip, uh, both coming off the bench for us. It's it's huge for us to be able to, um, you know, bring that kind of firepower off the bench. Um, and the one thing that, you know, we had last year that we you don't have this year is sometimes we'd bring people in who could score but couldn't defend. And this year we really don't have those liabilities on defense anymore. Right. When, when, you, when you came to the mountain and you began the process of building this program, are, are you about where you thought you would be in year three? Yeah, I mean, I, I, as a coach, you're always impatient and you want it to come sooner. You know, I would have hoped that we could have made a little bit of more noise, you know, last year. But um, definitely in year three, you know, we, we're in the top half of the conference. You know, we're, we're getting ready to host a home conference game. And, um, you know, if the if the chips fall right, we could compete for a regular season conference championship this year. And, and really, that's all you can ask for is to be in the hunt at the end of the season. 
Yeah, Robert Morris, uh, 14 in a row uh, for them. Uh, you guys are the second hottest team in the league with the six in a row. But 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 the home and away, it's, it's really stark. What? Why do you guys play so well at, at Not Arena? I don't know. Uh, our energy is good at Not Arena. I think we have the best home game atmosphere. You know, we get fans. You know, we go on the road and we play in front of, you know, 50 people. And we come home and we're playing in front of eight, 900 people. And if it's a doubleheader, probably close to 2,000. Um, I think that has a lot to do with it. You can't really beat our atmosphere in our conference. Um, but I just think, too, being at home, you're more well-rested. Um, it's the gym you shoot in all the time. You're more confident at home. Um, you want to be able to protect your, your home court, and our girls do a, a really good job of that. Have you guys noticed that more and more people are coming to watch your games now, that you're having some – as people have gotten word of your success and how well you're playing, are, are more people coming in to the gym? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I, I don't pay – too much attention to it when I'm coaching but I I do just from the feedback that we get from administrators and just from the feedback from the general public you know the random emails and you know loved watching you play came out saw you play for the first time and I'm gonna bring my kids next time and and the kind of you know feedback we get it it seems like it's definitely grown the support has definitely grown the mount already had a pretty good base as is but um, like I said we we definitely like playing at home right so what do you have to do to beat uh, Robert Morris on Friday tell us about Robert Morris a little bit uh, I mean, they're a powerhouse, and they're extremely disciplined um, in all areas. Uh, a couple things we got to do is we've got to take them out of their rhythm. You know, offensively, they run a pretty, um, you know, pretty good high-paced, I would say, you know, motion is what I'd call it. Um, he's letting them play a little bit more freely this year, so that, that's going to make it a little bit harder to defend. They're not as predictable. Um, we've got to jam them up on the offensive end. Um, and kind of take them out of their flow because once they get into a good flow, it's hard to stop. And then defensively or offensively for us, we've got to take care of the ball. They lead the league in steals. Um, you know, if we can take care of our possessions um, and not turn it over, I think we'll be right there with them. But if we start turning it over, that's when they start to pull away from people. So, Robert Morris, then you have a Sunday uh, home game too. Uh, the NEC schedule is sort of a weird stretch of it, where you're playing on Friday, you're playing on Sunday. Because you're normally you're yeah, Monday, we've never Monday, done this. You're normally Monday, Saturday. We're right? usually Saturday, Monday. The guys are usually Thursday, uh, Saturday, and you know we're both Friday, Sunday this week, so it's a little different. Yeah, and I know coaches often are creatures of routine. Yeah, they, they like things to be relatively the same. So is this? Week? Are you worried about this week? Is it, nah, throwing, I mean, is it throwing you off? Any? We don't. I'm not a type of coach that gets, um, you know, frazzled by this type of thing. But it is one less day to prepare for Robert Morris that we would usually have. Um, but it's not going to throw us off or make us frazzled. It's just we just had to be more locked in today at practice and started going through our prep a little bit earlier than than usual. And if you're interested in uh, coming out and seeing some good women's uh, college basketball on Sunday, you guys uh, host Merrimack. And Mary Max right behind you. I mean, that, that, that's a big game too on Sunday. Yeah, they're the new team in the in the conference, and they've come in uh, making a whole lot of noise. You know, they really beat us. The men, um, the men too. I mean, yeah, the, the men are in first. They, they were picked preseason eleven, and, and, and they same I think for the women. They, they yep. lost twice. Yep. So why, why were they picked so low? Is that because no one, you know, no one yeah, knew them. Yeah, they came yeah. from Division two. I don't think anybody knew them. They didn't know how they would match up. I don't think it was anything disrespectful. It's just nobody knew what to expect out of you know either program, and they've both been very successful so far right have your goals and expectations that they changed as the season has gone on here no i don't think so like i said we try and stay away from expectations um you know like for example you know we 
we lost a game at the buzzer against Lehigh early in the year and they were the Patriot League favorite. You know, if we say, you know, we're going to win X amount of games, that's a game that, you know, you lose that you could have won and it doesn't change anything. We played really well that day. Um, you know, we played really well against a really well, you know, really well coached team and a team that's um, in the Patriot League and was picked first. And that doesn't, you know, we lose the lose the buzzer and that's a lesson we learn and we've gotten better from it. Um, but if you put a number on things, it kind of makes things, you know, that puts pressure on the girls. You know, our biggest goal was, you know, we want to we want to host a a home playoff game and we want to compete for a championship. And, um, you know, we try and hold ourselves to those standards every single day. Right. Uh, then uh, Mary Mack and then uh, you're at St. Francis of Pennsylvania, uh, Robert Morris and then Fairleigh Dickinson. So you, cl- you close with two home games that, that, that end the year to, to send you into the tournament. Mm-hmm. So. Um, so, so yeah, I mean, you, you could you could push Robert Morris here, but but you're in a pretty good spot for, uh, for that number two seed right now. Yeah, like I said, uh, Mary Mac being uh, new to the to the conference, they don't qualify for the postseason. Um, so even if they would finish, you know, even with us or ahead of us, we you know we've got um, you know second place pretty secured right now. PA is right behind us. We've got to worry about them. We've got to take care of business every single every single night. Um, you know, but like I said, a regular season conference championship isn't completely out of out of reach if we can um, take care of business on Friday against Robert Morris. Well, we wish you well, Coach, and uh, pr- appreciate you coming on. Yeah, so. for sure. Thanks for having me. Uh, absolutely. And uh, that is uh, Maria Marcasano, uh, Mount St. Mary's women's basketball coach. And uh, this week uh, we had the, we had the state indoor track meet too, and uh, so we'll do another episode this week with uh, both the Oakdale boys and the Urbana girls. So stay tuned for that a little later in the week where uh, we'll chat with them. But my thanks to Maria, and uh, thanks to all of you for listening, and uh, we'll be back uh, real soon uh, here on the Final Score Podcast. <laughs>